The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch. If you're in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry, make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Alex, give me some uh, love into the microphone. Let me see if you got levels. Love in the microphone. Love on both sides. I see. Input and output. But not as good as nicely. <laughs> that guy does sing really well. Mm. Really. He's a really. Oh. He's a football player. He's oh. a latte artist. He's a latte. And he's a friend. He's an and artist he's of lattes. My name. Did you know that if you have plantar fasciitis, that oftentimes that you have uh, internal collapsing and internal rotation on your knees and bod? Do you know that if you have so. hammer toe, no one will have sex with you? I don't know what <laughs> hammer toe is, but it sounds gnarly. <laughs> I see it in the... Well, let's get... Looking up hammer toe. I got a bunion. Well, sure. <laughs> Most dude. people know about. People and have then bunions. If you go to the podiatrist's office, they got a, a little fucking poster up that shows like everything that could be wrong with your feet and <laughs> hammer toe is one of them <laughs> and for some reason i always look at it and i'm like man is hammer toe like a full right angle it's like it's like you're permanently stuck in this like triangle like if you're where your foot your toe started it shot like straight up to the ceiling to like the roof of your shoe and then the it joint went like back down that's all we need to correct this but we're not going to go elongated we're it's, just going back down it's like a teepee it's like gravity works it's a, it's a teepee <laughs> it's shout out to the homies with hammer toe shout out to everyone hammer with toe. hammer toe i don't actually think no one will have sex with you i think if you're having <laughs> sex with the right people they'll value you for who you are and not how disgusting your toes they'll are they'll be all about it and I mean, some people are into the hammer toe i mean maybe <laughs> I've, I, as long as you use it for good. I'm what? not really uh, understanding how hammer toe has anything to do with sex. Well, I'm not sure either, but... Uh, I don't think I'm looking much at the t- the hammer toe. Speak, well, speaking of relations, <laughs> Alex sent me a really nice text yesterday. Oh, yeah. On accident. Oh, uh, the world's going to know. Says, uh... Oh, yeah, they're going to know. What time do you get home, my boo? <laughs> <laughs> Followed promptly by... Oh, shit, you're not my boo. <laughs> that could have been way worse. That could have been so much worse. Oh, if you'd seen the other texts. Jeez. If you'd seen the other texts. Jenny <laughs> sent her boss. So my wife's the executive assistant to the CEO of this company. And you know how you can tap on the message part and you can draw like a little picture with your finger and then it like plays it back for them. Yeah. And you get this drawing. She sent him a drawing that was stick figures of me her and max and it said family (laughs) (laughs) he's just like what he's all cool i don't get it he's like we need to talk my family's way bigger than that right now he's got 17 kids okay (laughs) i have so many fish i have a larger family and we don't have a cat so i don't know who this is for 
That's insane. What is this for? I heard we had some questions to talk well, about. Well, I have a question. Yeah, you oh. do. I have a couple questions, which lead into a bigger question. Ooh. And so you're going to lead the witness. It's, I have a book here with words <laughs> in it. It's a blue book. It's partially selfish because I need help figuring this out. Great. I need a lot of help. Dude. Don't we all? <laughs> question number one. <laughs> what makes you want to support a business, any given business? Feelings. For me. Expand on that boring, a little but bit. It's true. If I can go there and actually... <sighs> I Jeez. I feel like I'm just going to self-promote our company, but it's true. It's okay. People do. It's I mean, like, I like our we're company. We're doing it on purpose. So We are doing it on purpose, but we're also doing it authentically. So if you can go somewhere and you actually even just walk out with any feeling, it's better than nothing. So if, you know, oftentimes you actually will walk out of a place with kind of some negative feelings, and that's a bummer, but at least you felt something. I'd, I'd much rather have a feeling than walk into some place and walk out and forget it. Uh, so on the other side of that, if I can walk out feeling any sort of positive feeling whatsoever, whether it's inspired, whether it's interest, whether it's even just a question, like I wonder how, why, what, it leads me to at least explore it more. Okay. So that's my short answer. Cool. Alex? Do you mean like to become like a regular customer support kind get, of thing? Get out like of this. Don't even think about being a customer as in going somewhere. Okay. Think of like a business that you like support. spend money on or support. Like what is... Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like a retail zone is what I'm thinking. Gotcha. Yeah. I like to just see like a bigger purpose in the mm-hmm. whole situation. Like just not really like... You know, there's 20 restaurants in Santa Cruz, but what restaurant do I want to go to all the time? Like, it's going to be, like, quality. It's going to be service. It's going to be they're doing something bigger in the community, maybe. Um, so, I, yeah, I like to find the bigger purpose. I don't always like that. Sometimes I just, you know, I just want to support somebody that, um, you know, that's around. But bigger purpose. Okay. Yeah. Bigger purpose. You got a mishmash there, right? You got like a... You got feelings and well, bigger purpose. Patagonia and stuff like that, right, that everybody seems to leech on to. Yeah. But I like it because of Let My People Go Surfing and 180 Degrees South where I actually learn True. about what these dudes who started the company are really about and what they're passionate about and their philosophies. And I'm like, that's awesome. Which is kind of like a combination of what you talked about and what you exactly. talked about in terms of that it gives you a certain feeling and it also has some sort of bigger purpose. Yeah. Life. And it's inspiring. I think inspiration mm. has to be on the table for a lot of the things that I go back to. Mm. Yep. I have to find some sort of, or actually not even have to have it myself, but I have to either, I have to feel their inspiration. If I can feel their inspiration, like Chicago, you're the meaning <laughs> in my life. You're the inspiration. Oh, that song is hard to sing, it's, I bet. It's Peter Cetera's got so some pipes, good. that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Chicago's so sick, dude. I want to have your baby. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's, I don't think I think that's, that's what you're saying said. to Abra on the text, bro. <laughs> I want to have your baby. I want to have you near me. I want to have your baby. Pretty I much the same thing. I want to have you, baby. I want to hear me say it. And then it goes higher. I need you more than Key change. need you. Oh, it's a great song. We and then, yeah, then the key does change. I don't yeah, know. It goes higher. Half step up. I just make up lyrics that are weird. That's the title of this podcast. Are you like a sultry singer at night? Like sultry singer. I want to have you, baby. Just make it all up, you know. 
I want to have your little baby. Who's the guy from Parks and Rec who like does the sax late at night and nobody knows about his alter ego? Ron Swanson. That's Ron? <laughs> yeah, you oh, Swanson. Oh, yeah. Out. He's like a super famous saxophone. <laughs> Such a... It's like Duke something or other. Yeah, like. Duke. Duke McBaby maker. Duke McBaby friend. Okay, cool. Um, That was amazing. Question number two. What makes a business special? Uh Uh-oh. Is that a a rephrase of the first session? I don't know. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm just just musing. If I had a million dollars, I would have bet a million dollars that you were going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. Which is not a surprise to me. Yeah, people. I, I think just like intentionality. Intentionality. What if they intentionally suck? Positive intentionality? Yeah, yeah. I'm just just caveating on that, you know? What if their intention is to, um, like those old school coffee joints that started especially coffee where you come in and they're like, basically, for lack of a better term, yeah, fuck you, you don't know. Drink what I got because I'm smart and you're stupid. Yeah, that's poopy. Just wondering because that's intention in my mind too. Mm. Right. And it wasn't, yeah, and it worked, don't get, which is also amazing, but. It worked for the time. It's cool. Point. It's Interesting. Point. Interesting. Um, who's responsible for driving a business forward? <coughs> Owners. I think everybody. Everybody. Like the whole thing. I mean, owners, I think, drive it. and then. But if everybody else doesn't get on the bus, then it's like, you know, not going to go anywhere. Mm. I love your responsibility. 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 <sighs> Man, thanks for going down this road with me. Here, we. this is the, this is the question that I'm really trying to answer, the thing that I can't figure out in my mind. I would agree with a lot of what you just said. So, like, for me, I I think the most important, the reason I want to spend money in the business is because of some sort of higher higher purpose. They're more than just creating random products and or, like, experiences to where it's like, there's a ton of coffee shops in town. There's a lot of people that have coffee. There's a lot of people that have specialty coffee. Where do you go? Who do you choose to like roll with? Or if you're buying a subscription online, whose subscription do you choose to buy? Mm. Whether it's this company, that company, whatever. Um, I also agree that people are a really huge part of what makes a business special. So the, the final question that I can't figure out is, can you separate the individual's contribution from to a business from the actions and goals of whoever is in charge of that business. Taking this one step further, Mm -hmm. give you like a really tangible example, which this is why I haven't talked about this is because I don't want anybody to feel like really weird about this, whatever road this takes, take some, someone like blue bottle, right? Blue bottle is a company that has a ton of amazing people working for it. We have like friends that work there. There's a lot of people that work there in retail that are baristas who are like really awesome. They're owned by Nestle. So right. if you shop at Blue Bottle or go to Blue Bottle or buy a Blue Bottle subscription, what are you supporting? And like, there's a ton of people who are like, "Fuck Nestle! Nestle's the devil!" Right? They're, you know, like doing crazy shit. They're like, oh, cool. Let's take away someone's water supply and Ugh, yeah. starve them and then sell them back bottled water and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I, I don't want to get too far into that, but I'm just, this is like. It's an overarching theme. It's it's a theme. And then like. But then you got Selena and these do, amazing people. Yeah. How does that work? And I'm like. We're great. So when they got bought, I made that video 
because I want to be an advocate for people on the ground floor, like sure. an advocate for baristas who were taking a ton of heat about the buyout when in reality, it's right. not their, it wasn't their decision. Nope. They all have lives to lead. They all have people that they need to support. They all have families or like, you know, they have things going on. Yeah. So to put like shit onto them, I feel like is wrong. It's not right. Yeah. There are people who positively contribute to the community. Yep. But then is... the overarching question is like that with that like dichotomy, like do you want to spend money there or not? Or like, how does that work? And I just, right. I'm thinking about it. Cause it's like, Again, I'm not trying to make it super personal with these companies because I don't know if I care either way but about them individually, but Stumptown. There's other examples. Stumptown, Intelligentsia, like any of the crew that's owned by like JAB Holdings. It's right. like, I feel like those are companies that I used to know a lot about what they were about, who probably no, have a I lot of anymore. awesome people working for them. And now I have no idea what they're about at the end of the day. I can look at their website. But there's something that's keeping me from believing in like the purity of what they're doing. Yeah. And I don't think it has anything to do with like being sold necessarily. It's like being sold to what and for yeah. like what like what cause. Right. Like oh. if we bought a bunch of not to just talk about us, but if we bought a cafe somewhere and we were like, hey, let's make this like a cat and cloud thing. Um, or like let's let's like put our influence into the mix and like support you know, support the business in, in the way that we would our own cafe, then it's like, you know, people can like latch onto that and be like, oh, it's Cat and Cloud. But like, what is Nestle really? You know, Nestle's like a huge like corporation that's doing questionable things and maybe some good things too. But uh, yeah, I think like for me, I, I mean, yeah, all those cafes, they're opening more cafes. They're creating more jobs. They're giving people more opportunities those people can start at Blue Bottle. They can move somewhere else if they want to. So it, it, it's it's tricky. Yeah. I wouldn't seek it out. I wouldn't like go to Blue Bottle and be like, I want to, I'm in a new city. I want to go to the Blue Bottle. But like, you know, if it's there, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I, I won't like withhold my dollar from going there. I agree. Super political. It's hard. I mean, <laughs> I guess this is the thing with all Americans is you have to decide what you're supporting. Cause you are supporting kind of two lanes. You're supporting the people who have jobs that we know and like and see. And then really though, they and we are all supporting that big boy or girl yeah. called Nestle. Yeah. It's interesting. It's so, I mean, is it on the employees of the company to start thinking about that actually? Unless the dollar, the people who just want specialty coffee, because I, I agree with Alex. Like, I'm going to go to a town, and, and truth be told, I most likely will find the other shop that looks like they do specialty and give them a try. But if in any way that shop lets me down, I'll probably go to Blue Bottle next. Right. Yeah. So, uh, because I just want good coffee. And I know they know that we all want good coffee. It's a bummer. It's, it's really <laughs> interesting. If you want right? to get into that, I, yeah, I not like if you want to get into that, but it is a bummer to like think about in that way, right? It's crazy. Yeah, I don't have an answer. And if you work for Blue Bottle and you're listening to this, like, just let it be known that we're down for you, human. I'm not at all trying to pick on you. It's just your company provides like a really interesting example of this super strange dichotomy that I had never thought about until a couple of years ago. Yeah, And the only reason I'm thinking about it more now is because I've been trying to be more aware of where I buy stuff. Right. And been trying to maybe inconvenience myself more 
for the good of things overall. So like I did something, I went to Bill's wheels mm-hmm. and ordered shoes from them. <laughs> it, they didn't have them in stock. And I was like, Hey, can you get these shoes for me? And they're like, yep, it'll probably take like a week and a half though. And I was like, that's fine. So they ordered the shoes. They called me when they came, when they came and I went down, I picked them up and then I had the shoes that I wanted instead of getting them from like Joe blow, right. Amazon, Amazon, whatever. Um, and I've been trying to go to the bookshop more. Like the last uh-huh. few books I've bought, I got at Santa Cruz Bookshop, which we're spoiled. We have an amazing bookstore. It's, it's really, it's really it's pretty, epic. It's pretty sick. Epic. Yeah, it's awesome. But then that kind of got me just thinking about coffee. And mm-hmm. then I was super fucking stressed out about it. Mm. <laughs> and I still am. Right. It'd be really interesting to have a perspective somehow from somebody on the inside, like, you know, a frontline employee at Blue Bottle and then like a manager at Blue Bottle or like an upper manager at Blue Bottle just to like, it'd be cool to just like understand more about like, oh, what, because we have perceptions of like what has changed since being acquired by a company like Nestle. But like, I wonder like. Just in case. Year. Yeah. Your arm is waving and could go. Can <laughs> knock over my coffee? Yep. Yeah. I'm just curious what the act like actual situation is like for them. Yeah. And to be clear on the retail front, I think since acquisition, they've, you can't tell at all. Yeah. Like yeah. they're, they're one of the interesting companies that I think their quality is actually continued to go up mm. as they've grown. Well, I was just going to mention Stephen Vick and he's out there buying coffee for them. So he'd be a really great person. We should just talk to him as well. Selena and, and there's many more, but He'd be able to talk about at least the ethics of buying through that company. And I know that he cares a lot about that. And I don't think he would be there if they didn't allow him to have the same ethics. Mm. He lives in Kenya. He, and he tells us every wow. time we see him, like, you have a place to stay. If you come to Kenya, we'll have the greatest week of your life. So cool. And I'm like, cool, man. I just, Kenya's far. <laughs> but I know that he cares a lot about relationships in coffee. And so I think he would be the type to leave if there were those kind of red flags. But still, those kind of red flags might not be there, and you're still supporting Blue Bottle, who is supporting Nestle. Yeah, yeah, isn't it fucking weird? And I don't know if Nestle's in Kenya doing some of that stuff that they're doing elsewhere or not. Mm. So, I mean, I guess what if you're in that company and you're like, well, actually, we're, we're the good part of Nestle. We're like the sun, and then the rest of it is dark. And maybe mm. we're trying to affect the company's That's an interesting way overarching. To think about it. Like we have these ethics and morals and we could potentially affect positive change in a place that's been seen as really negative. Like we have funding to at least make a difference in the world, which means maybe instead of them going to the other Nestle brands of coffee, they go to us. And that yeah. could be a positive spin on uh, the whole deal. If I were Blue Bottle, like, and I bought someone like, or sorry, if I were Nestle and I bought someone like Blue Bottle, like, why would you want to change that really? You know, like they're known for, for certain things like quality and um, their sourcing. So like, why would you want to change that and like have some sort of like negative impact on that when that's the brand that you're buying and they're succeeding and they're right. like growing like crazy. Oh yeah. I mean the, the conundrum is on the consumer end. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like I, again, I said like they're, they're crushing it. Yeah. And their people are, great you know as far as i experienced and you know we went out to ramen with a bunch of them after they played the kickball game together because the company's growing and it's a chance (laughs) for people to get together and meet each other and have like awesome vibes and i'm like dude that's awesome it's cool like that was got me ramped up i'm like oh we should have a kickball game that'd be pretty fun (laughs) 
Or I hate kickball. I hate kick, <laughs> I hate kickball too. But the idea of just I like get getting it, together, get yeah. No, I would never play kickball. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I know. No, we would have to play basketball or something yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would either kick it out the park or I would completely miss the ball. Well, I need something where I can push someone or just like, you yeah, know. Yeah, I'm just like, cool. I get to kick like this super lame ball <laughs> towards nothing and like run around the bit. I don't know. It's like not even. Yeah. If you miss the ball, first off, Alex, come on, bro. You can at least tap the thing. <laughs> it's only if you're going to powerhouse it like peanuts. Mister. Anyway. <laughs> but we did have. I mean, we had our awesome team ba- building. Basketball. Thing too. Whatever, yeah, basketball. Yeah. We had a team building. Anything. Event too. That was great. We had our, you know, our coffee class. We did it at our at one of our team members' houses. Shout out to the yeah. Leggetts. They, they they did their own. Uh, man, our community is insane. But they, they made us carnitas tacos and chicken tacos and vegetarian tacos and quesadillas with goat cheese and margaritas. fresh guacamole and then margaritas for the of-age people and LaCroix for the underagers. And then we walked over to the, like the resort across the street and had s'mores and watched the fire dancer. It was yeah. in, but it was great. It's same thing, right? We just connected together and diff- the, both the stores got together, which they don't work together anymore all the time. And we got to talk and enjoy a night. It was really, it was really actually a lot better than I even expected it to be. And I thought it was going to be cool. It was really nice. Anyway, getting together. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Tangent. I I, I'm curious as to what everybody else thinks. Yeah. Email us. Info, yeah, no podcast at catandcloud.com. I have no idea what my brain is, is telling me. It's, a, it's I, tricky, isn't it? Tricky thing. I feel like it is. I don't even want to. I'm stressed out right now, even talking about it <laughs> because I don't want any barista or employee out there to get the wrong idea or feel bad about where they work or feel like they need to feel bad about where they work because they totally shouldn't you know what i mean or that's not my that's not my intention no but it's just been something that's on my mind that's been like running around in my head and i'm like i have to talk about it yeah. i wonder where yeah if they even have i'd love to hear because i'm sure yeah. they have to have some information on that they have to have some sort of some sort of communication in how to respond and then obviously their internal gut to be able to respond on top of that. But you know, there's got to be something. Like there's there's no way that we're the only people, especially after that backlash. And the people who are backlashing are way more gnarly than we are. But you know, they have things have been said. They have to have answers for some of it. Or even you know, even like Stumptown, right? Or Intelli. What does it feel like to work there? I'm just wondering what it feels like. What would it? Feel feel like for our employees if in a couple years we're just like we're gonna sell to this holding company cool like does that change anything maybe we're still around maybe we're not you know james is still at blue bottle he's not the ceo but he's there he's like the founder whatever that means and then does does that affect people's morale? Do people come to work thinking a different way, feeling like they're contributing to a different thing? I think it would for our it would particular for us, company. Yeah. Big time. Because like it's always about like maintaining control and like creative control and being able to like do whatever you guys want to do, whatever we want to do as a company. I so that'd be yeah. weird. <laughs> I think the ability to be creative probably goes with that and I think that's the biggest loss of any of this is the ability uh, the the ability to be freely creative and 
have the ability to innovate however you want and maybe even to fail at it. Yeah. And I think that's probably a big part of the heart and soul that would miss be missing from any company that goes to that level. Do you think anything would it would feel different for people? Let's say we got bought by someone who was like, cool, you can still be here. You can still do whatever you want, but we own you now. So people still get to see Jared, Chris, and Chuck every day, but everybody knows that we're owned by something else. Does that change things? I think you'd have to you you'd have to prove for us a couple things. You'd have to be able to prove that we actually can make decisions without talking to anybody else and just go hard. But also yeah. even more than that, because I a big part of our company is the ability for other people to have impact, not just us as the owners. So like for Alex to come up with an idea and innovate and change the game and for us to trust that process, I think that has to go away with a bigger company because, you, I mean, it doesn't have to, right? That would be, I think, the major caveat is it's like, cool, yeah, we're the founders and we can still do whatever we want and we're still going to drive this thing. But then maybe everybody else gets their rights stripped away and the founders only keep it and then the founders only get the big payout and so on and so forth. Which for an organization like ours kind of kills a lot of momentum. Kills everything that we started. <laughs> it kills the whole reason. <laughs> if if the whole company sold somehow and every single person, like if whatever, if we had a, like a majority vote because everybody got like a major payout, not only us, then I think it would rem- we would maintain what we set out to do, which is for the people company. I don't know. That's yeah. a lot. I don't know. know. I, I don't know either because I don't ever want it to happen <laughs> I want to just if I I want to sell it to like other people who work here one day, if I want to be done with it, you know, which right. I don't think I ever want to be done with it. I just don't really see a reason to be done with it. No, of course people are gonna write in. They're like, you don't fucking know shit now. You just be here for a few years, and then like once someone's waving <laughs> ten billion dollars in front of your face, blah 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 oh, blah. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I'm just like I. I'm like so adamantly not that way. It oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. I can just speak like dude, no. We're like my family's paycheck to paycheck and a million dollars will not make me happy. For uh yeah, it's so interesting. It just won't. I just know better. I see it. I've seen I guess that's it. I've seen it f- mess with too many people. I've almost done business with people who like live for money and the way that they act and like the things they lose because of it is just disgusting to me. It's so it's almost like I've been revolted by having too much money. So I want sure to be like comfortable, but man, they I just have a fucked up value system. Yeah, so maybe it's values too, I don't know, cuz I I'd love to meet the kind of majorly rich entrepreneur that's pretty free with their money and not like what am I going to get back out of this in terms of like way more. Like Where's that? Where are, the, where are the really, really rich people that are not? Um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on the words. That are not that starts with a ph. Uh, maybe philanthropists. Philanthropists who are just giving their money away, which those people are great too. But where, where are the actual entrepreneurs who are just like, I have so much extra that I'm willing to try something with people who are good because of values. The end. Like no crazy strings attached. I just need to get it back at some point, or I just need to, like some sort of small return. Go be do. Yeah, I think there's probably some of those there people has out to there. Be. No, there has. I to feel be. like they're rare. We're not one in a million for sure, but yeah. And if you have, just because you have money doesn't mean you should have to part with it freely. Because like at some point, what becomes excess? Well, okay, and, and then this, you yeah. know what I mean. Totally. Well, and then what's? Yeah, 
Because, I mean, I guess everybody lives into their... They live up to the amount of money they make, right? So I've met a human being who repeatedly told me how they weren't rich, but they fly their plane 50 miles every single other day. And then they just keep on being like, but we're not rich. It's not that. And I'm like, but you are. And it's actually okay. And that's fine. Yeah. There's (laughs) nothing wrong with being rich, but like... Are you not rich because of all these extra things you do, or are you actually super rich and you just like feel guilty about it? It doesn't really matter, but you know. Or yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird world, and it's. But you can own stuff like that. And you it can doesn't own, make you a bad person. It's not even owning stuff like that. It's just like okay, let's say you have a shit fuck tons of money, right? That you earned doing whatever. Sure, like, it's yours. Like yep, good job. Like I worked hard for this mm-hmm. in the same way that like everyone here worked hard for whatever amount of money they have. Sure, and. Alex has a certain amount of money and he could live with less if he wanted to give some of it away. Right. And a lot of what he has is probably non-essential. It's just stuff that makes him feel good. Yeah. If you were to go worldwide, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Compared to other people. So I almost feel like in my mind, it's less about like people willing to like give their money away because you would want to get a return on your money, but having like that, the feeling around what's happening, like, Someone being like, hey, like, I believe in you. Right. Because I, I feel like I resonate with what you're doing. It feels like a good vibe. I'll get whatever percent back. It's fine. Exactly. And I don't need anything else besides, like, a good return on my investment to where it's like, I don't need to have control of your shit. I don't need you to think I'm some kind of fucking god. I don't need to... Let, we're, we're not going to work in these 10 other things or come at you at the last minute with these weird deal changes right. to make you feel like you're a less than kind of person. Sure. It's just like straightforwardness or yeah. whatever. And also just being able to be happy with helping more people with your money in some way, shape, or form. And not just making it all go back into like this yourself, I guess. Yeah. Whatever that would mean. It could mean something for everybody. It could mean something different for all the people. It could be as simple as you just take people out to dinner all the time. You know, like that that counts for me. You just like float the bill because you have infinitely more money than the rest of them. Be like, sick, good job. That's that counts. That's awesome. That's doing it. Yeah, me. just doing something to show like I don't know, faith in humanity, or maybe forward, maybe that's the wrong maybe that's the wrong thing. But it's it's cool. I I mean I like I feel like that mindset generates a lot of stuff. We were out with a couple people from uh, Nordic where Jenny's works, and they have like a lot of offsite salespeople. So a couple of them were in town. One of them's from Texas, and the other one's from, geez, somewhere, maybe East Coast or whatever. We were at Canteen drinking wine, and they're like, so you have a coffee company. It's like, what makes it different? Right right away you know yeah, it's just like sweet. it's you know it's how we take care of our people it's it's what we're out for and she's like oh cool how do you take care of your people mm-hmm. and i felt really good about it mm-hmm. saying all the things about the paid vacation and the profit sharing the bottom line and like taking people on trips to origin and providing like an actual path for people to grow and listening to people and it it was kind of amazing to talk about because mm-hmm. we talk about it a lot here but and i was like oh yeah Cool, because sometimes I'll go for days and I'm thinking, like, do I even do anything that's fucking good? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll feel like a total piece of crap for whatever reason. Classic entrepreneurial fail. I'm just like, ah, oh, I guess I do a little bit. You yeah. are a human being. We try. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a gun. It comes and goes, that's for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's even like, yeah, we do good things. Do you do good things through the avenues that you have? Do you spend your money in big chunks 
and like tell everybody that you're giving it as like a philanthropist of sorts, but really you're giving it because you're getting a huge tax break for giving it instead of having to be mm. taxed on your money. Like, like a hidden agenda kind of. There is so much hidden agenda where you're just like talking about how awesome you are and really you're just getting huge tax breaks because you're going to have to get taxed on that money anyway. So now it's actually less taxes. Stuff like that just like. That's kind of weird. It leaves yeah. a weird feeling in my stomach. And I think a lot of a rich, rich, you know, one percenters live their lives trying to keep it instead of use it for good. Whatever. It's not my place. I'm a freaking kid who tries and will do live my life a different way, but I'll Whatever. never be a one percenter. You got feelings. Oh, yeah. I know. We all have feelings. I just, yeah. I don't know any of those people personally, and I just, but I've heard those people talk, and I'm like, it doesn't make you cooler to me. It makes, you, makes me feel weird. It makes me feel weird. Anyway, what's your ex question? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was like the that was meat and that, potatoes. That was the meat and potatoes of the whole thing because I I oh. didn't have any big Holy crap. We talked for thirty one minutes oh, about that. Wowza. Well, it's pretty fucking nuts. It's it's kind of like a heavy. I don't know. I need breakfast. It's I a heavy like. thing. I need breakfast after that <laughs> too. Yeah. I'm still stressed out. Don't know what to do <laughs> because I I fucking I love baristas and i love people that work in coffee shops right i just like i want i i want the best for them whatever the fuck that means and i can't even pretend to understand their lives or anything but i want to be champions for those people yeah. because i know how it feels to be those people and <laughs> Word up. i know sometimes like our whole community of those people isn't as appreciated as it maybe should be do you think it's getting better though like kind of over time I think more people, because here's another flip side, because specialty coffee is so much more prevalent than it was maybe five to 10 years ago, people maybe sneer a little bit less when you tell them that you work at a coffee shop right. and you maybe get less comments about, well, what are you going to do when you actually grow up and get your shit together? <laughs> um, it's true. But there's, there's still, there's still like a, a fog. You know, there's someone who works for us and her husband, I won't say who, cause maybe they don't want it told everywhere, but they're both educators. They're both teachers who both left their jobs at the same time. One of them works for us and another one took a job for, I guess you could say a company that's kind of like similar to us. It's not, you know, not a traditional career path. And I've talked to them three weekends in a row and it's been really interesting because the response that they get, even from their own families, is like, are you fucking crazy? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? You had jobs that were real. And now, what's going on? <laughs> Wait a second. Here's the question that I feel like would help me actually be able to get on board with companies like all of them, really. <laughs> So, uh, and here's what I mean. Uh, I'm, so Starbucks before, especially coffee, blew up blew up for real, right? Was known for their benefits packages. So people wanted to work there because Starbucks offered benefits packages, which is great for all, especially coffee world. So where I'm going with this is what are all the rest of these companies' benefits packages? What do they offer? Because I know that if we can offer it out the get-go and we're not an insane, over-the-top moneymaker company, I sure as hell should believe that somebody like Blue Bottle has the cash money to give something at least semi-comparable to what we do. I think... You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think they might. I don't know. Well, that's what I'd love to know, because yeah. that would help me to be like, to understand more. If we can find a way to afford whatever we afford, which we've talked about a million times, I don't need to do it again, 
the companies who have exponentially like 100x the amount of money we do times maybe more than that, you know, should be able to offer something comparable to appreciate what they are making on the bottom and top lines for their investment groups. Assuming they're managing their money that well. And that that's true. That's like the intention behind the like ownership to like share that with everybody, yeah. which I don't know. No, you're totally right. Cause we do run a really, um, business savvy. We have business excellence in our company. We know what's yeah. up. Thank you, Chuck, for Those like cogs. paying attention to that stuff. And then thank you to all the rest of our team for learning that alongside of, you know, ourselves and being responsible with our money. Yeah. So sure. Yeah. That's a good point. They all might be running like back and forth with pay it all out, make it all back, pay it all out, make it all back. And I guess within a huge expansion like Blue Bottle, that might be the case. But should it be a factor from keeping that from your people? It isn't with us. And we're, we struggle to open the next two stores. We're going to do it still. We committed. And yeah, and maybe they do. I hope they do. That's what I want to know. So can somebody and please then, write us to podcast at and tell us about your benefits packages? Blue Bottle Anonymous. And then that question is, what <laughs> if you took it to like another fucked up level to where it's like, what if there was a company that employed a bunch of really awesome people doing really awesome customer service work and those people who worked there really needed the money and they were amazing people, but the company was owned by like a white power hate group. Oh, jeez. Do you spend your money there? You've been talking to Julia? No, I'm just... <laughs> no, I haven't. I just like... That was awesome. It, that was deep. You know, well, like... Julia from the French Dune. What, I mean, I have, but about books and not... Not this specifically. <laughs> we haven't talked about this specifically. That's a hefty one right I know. There. It's a hefty one. And I'm not... I'm yeah. not trying to say that fucking Nestle is a white power hate group. I'm not inferring that. And I'm not like... Don't put words in don't my mouth. Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. That's not where I'm going. I'm just posing, and I don't have an answer. I'm just confused as anybody else. Actually, you've got many pounds of the answer just I've, down the street. Oh, yeah. If you want the answer, it's a fucking great <laughs> coffee. You can buy a subscription of the answer. It's so good. And, you know, maybe I maybe we throw in a free pin in there. Maybe we throw in some stickers. Maybe there's some, maybe there's some fun things coming to subscription. Free taco, taco bell. You never know. I got a brainstorm. (laughs) I got a brainstorm going. Um, I know at that point I would definitely not be on board. I mean, yeah, yeah, that that's pretty, yeah, it's different, but at the same time, I mean, you know, the, the other thing we've been talking about is also wrong. So, man, you know what's more wrong i guess what, in your what's more wrong you. yeah that's fucked up too I, i'm just terrified right now that i'm gonna get a bunch of hate for this and it <laughs> makes me scared to be honest with you because it's not my intention but i guess yeah. if you ask questions you gotta be ready for the fucking answer so i'm, I'm just fucking myself here no you're gonna be fine saying, everyone's gonna hate me afterwards you're just asking questions no okay because really all we're asking yeah there's a lot we're asking never mind <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're asking a lot. Let's start with this. Yeah, send us some benefits packages. Send us like what what's up? Tell us tell us what you get back in return for your hard work, but also like man. Cuz we yeah, we didn't even unpack like what's the expectations from your company cuz we expect a hell of a lot out of our team. And I think we expect more than a lot of these companies expect out of their teams. So they're like all you need to do is come in and like push the button and put the coffee in the thing and put the thing and say hi and then like clean the stuff and go home. So what are you what are you earning really? The, I'm thinking from like that top down person who doesn't understand at all, mm. Mm. who just came in and bought a place and right. I we saw that in the past of people who are like, explain to me what it, you know. And I'm like, well, no. yeah, you <laughs> cool. guys are human beings. 
So it's pretty cool. We're human beings. We work for human beings. We were, yeah, you work. I'm not trying to say that we're better than anybody. I mean, I think we are because I'm. I believe in what we I do. believe in our company, yeah. not in the like, I think we're the fucking, like, we're perfect or whatever. We're not but, like children. I believe in what we're doing to like a fucking next level, which is why we're here, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is why we started this. I do think things are getting better, though. Like, I don't, know, I don't have the perspective of, like, 10 years ago in coffee, just thinking of coffee specifically. But, like, yeah, I think that there's more, like, just the people that reach out with wholesale, there's so many people that reach out that are, like, so motivated to start, um, like, values-focused and culture-focused businesses that, yeah, it's just it's just incredible, like, to see that and to realize that that's happening and mm. that that's why they're reaching out to us specifically is because they resonate with that and they want to do it too in their town. So like, man, more power to them. That's awesome. Keep That's them going. really good news for yeah. us too, just because it makes us feel like we are making a difference. So I guess you can wake up, Chris, and say, are we doing anything? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Right? Awesome. And that's our whole team doing something together. Yeah. Going far. Impact. I love it because I feel like there's a lot of people who work really hard who, I don't know. I This is, I can't believe I'm even fucking saying this. Like, it sounds so not like me, but I feel like more people deserve to belong to something that's truly special. Dude. But, well, you know what I mean? I think you've always felt that way. Though. I know. It's just like, it's like, you just I haven't approached it so softly. So softly. Yeah. yeah. I'm usually like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Get your shit together. I'm a fucking dick. You're becoming but, a political genius, Chris. But you know what I mean? And yeah, that's, so true. that's why those questions are on my mind. And that's why I think, cause I want, I want baristas to be fucking hypes, dude. I want people to go to, to go fucking clock in and being, I want people to see the fucking little sparkly twinkle that I see in our crew's eyes when they do something special or when they come to work Mm. today or when I walk in the door and see them or when I work with people on projects that are just like, they're just, hyped and to see because they know exactly what they're contributing to they know exactly what the foundations of the business are they know right. exactly what we're all about from a to z that they know where that energy is going yeah. and the way it makes them feel is fucking amazing right and i've seen people grow and i've seen people just so smile much. more or, or like have like this different glow about them and i feel like that's part of it mm-hmm because it's it's huge for me to know like what I'm paying into and sure. to know like I don't know but I want that for everybody. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. And, and I don't want anybody but, to feel well, bad if you kind of do know how to do it. We're doing it. It's just we're doing it, it works for us. It's just daunting and we can't this, do it for you. I mean, I hope that it becomes more of a trend, I guess. Yep. And like um whatever that means. Yeah. Um I I always like think about like the idea that Oh, consumer, consumer demand. That's what drives like everybody to do anything in business. And like, I don't know. I don't really see us as being like necessarily driven by consumer demand in that way that we're like, um, you know, that's the only way we're going to like survive as a business is if we like communicate to our consumers that they are like contributing to a bigger business. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't even know. I'm just shooting off my hip right now. Shoot yeah. it, dude. Where Let's am I? Sh- Let's shoot. Uh, Keep shooting. But what I'm saying is... I don't know. People always talk about that and they're like, well, I'm just going to like take a business owner. Like I'm just going to do what my customers want me to do. But 
maybe the responsibility should be on the business owner at the end of the day to also be driving something and to be like, okay, like consumers may not really know this yet. Like they may not be thinking about this right now, but like, I'm just going to do this and we're going to talk about it, you know, in a low key way and they're going to understand it. They're going to wrap their heads around it. It's going to be great. I guess I'm just trying to put more responsibility on other people who are owning businesses, even though I don't own a business. I don't know. But, but you're taking ownership of a business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. So that counts. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what you do. But yeah, people always talk about like capitalism, you know, the consumer demand. But what about us just like driving things forward for the greater good? Yeah. Am I, am I a communist? No. Socialist. I'm a socialist. I think you're just a... But you're a good person, maybe. <laughs> I th- but we won't <laughs> kill you right now on the spot. Okay, cool. No, I, I agree with what you're saying. And some of it is just like... Oh, man, I don't have a really eloquent way to... It's almost like a version of Henry fording people, but for like a good cause. Mm. To where there's that quote of like, he's like, if I would have asked people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. Right. He's all, fuck it, I'm going to make a car... So two check, horses. Check worth. that out. <laughs> it's got four wheels, but thinking outside of what the normal just like ins and outs. And I think people are attracted to those kinds of companies naturally, even if they might not think about it all the time. Mm. Yeah. And then, geez, fuck. I'm like, so my, where to eat breakfast? You know, my brain hurts. <laughs> Where's the most sustainable cage-free egg? Dude, serious. And that's another question. Maybe that's why this is partly why it's so important to me because I'm moving in this direction, but I'm also trying to wrestle with the idea of like, where does it end? You know, (laughs) when do I have to stop that? When is like enough enough? Because if you take that, I have no idea because you're going to go on forever and then your brain's going to explode because I do that one too. I'm like, (laughs) right. If you take that to like the ends of the earth, like you, Hmm. you would live a really interesting life in that you would only shop at the farmer's market. You probably wouldn't buy, anything from any big box thing because fuck i'm sure i buy all kinds of shit that's supporting things that i don't even know about and are probably evil like where did my tv come from oh yeah and like who owns that fucking company and what's the deal with that what's the deal you know almost Mm -hmm. anything like where did that refrigerator come from what i don't know about this shit yeah i don't fucking know and i am yeah probably need a couple different therapists now <laughs> i have one she's great you just gotta make everything yourself you gotta <laughs> i'm gonna live off the land and make everything myself i have a hundred acres make all my own clothing my own everything yeah. Jeez, that That's was a tricky, uh, tricky one that was my thought those are my thoughts for the day two my questions. question <laughs> two questions three questions three questions, three questions can turn in <laughs> To just like trace questiones, like a rant, very interesting though, or whatever. God, I just I feel like an asshole right now. <laughs> I really do. You are not an asshole, so I don't think you need to worry about that. I just feel like I maybe made some people uncomfortable, or people, you know, well, alienated <laughs> some people, which I don't want to alienate because I have friends of, but in all the. We're, we're all the places in all the places and i got friends yeah. in all the and i'm not places. making a, judge, a, a value judgment yeah. against them or like those things i'm literally just asking a question i think it's important to come at it from like an open mind perspective i'm i'm open to hear what people think i'm yeah. also hyper 
aware of how the internet grabs things and yeah, I was re- gonna say. rephrases them, and then True. all of a sudden you're just the fucking biggest <laughs> dick on earth. <laughs> They that definitely scares, are just ready me. to do that with us all the time. <laughs> so it's cool. But you know what's Uh-oh. also cool? We all three are wearing black socks. Oh, and good. that is neat. Hey, everybody. Hey. Well, black short socks. Yeah, black short socks. Hey, how about that? Shorties. Is there something in that we can end on for like a lighter, a lighter note? <laughs> I wanted to, to ask on? a few questions that okay. our wholesale partners asked me. Let's do it. Hit, a, hit yeah. us with one, because if we go over an hour, people are going to be bored with They'd us, right? Like, yeah, sure. Maybe two. Maybe two. Depends on how hot they are. You jerks. Um, okay. We could take care of our clientele. Me, That's true. They love us. When have I ever called them clientele? Uh, come join us. for yeah. the cli- We have the clientele of the century. Our mm. hottest clientele. Our hottest <laughs> supreme clientele. I'm going to pick out Zach from the Lynn Hall Lynn in Hall. Minneapolis. Do it. Beautiful Minnesota. restaurant. Such a nice place. Really nice people. Mark and I got to visit there. Like a month ago. I want to go there. So he had two questions that he asked on the partner base camp. One, people mostly go to the Lynn Hall for food, but how do you get more people to come for the coffee? Because the Lynn Hall is like a super sick restaurant, and they bake all their pastries, and they do events and catering. But, um, yeah, he wants people to be more stoked on the coffee, and they already are because they're serving Cat and Cloud, and they've gotten really good reception. But, like, yeah. And do you, they have an espresso machine? They do. Okay. Yeah. Is there? I don't actually know enough about them. Like, are they breakfast based? So are they lunch based? The tricky they, thing about them: they're breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But the BLD coffee bar is basically also the the, the bar bar, and it's off mm. to the left. So you walk in and you go to the back and order with, like, a concierge that is not connected to the cafe. Got it. Yeah. So you you feel like you're going for table service, sit down anyway. And it can kind of make you forget about the coffees. Mm. You don't order with like barista or somebody that's like making your coffee. Specific to that um, business, portion of the business. Yeah. That is a hard one. And I almost feel like that's a big one for most restaurants, right? Do they have a sign that says like, walk all the way through for coffee service? Because if I went into a place like that and didn't see a sign, I would probably just walk right back out. I don't yeah. think they do. Like even just like a sandwich board that says like, want coffee? Go all the way to the bar with yeah. like a smiley face or something. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think they do. Best coffee in to town. Start. Check your bartender. You did it. World's <laughs> best coffee. World's <laughs> best. <laughs> Question answered. Um, I would start there. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And maybe post on your social media how that works somehow too. Ooh, and like a tutorial video. Like a simple one. Yeah. It's like, did you know that we can take care of your coffee needs on your way to work? Right. Do they open early enough though for that too? They do. Great. That's a really good idea. Work one of the through. podcasts I was listening to made a video about how people can leave them an iTunes review huh. because it helps them get more reviews because some people are like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go through with it. Right. So they like step by step how to do something that's really simple. So that could be cool to put on the story or the right. gram. Like get, get them in. Walk on in. Walk Simplifies to the back. It. Get some coffee. Walk go to work. Right in. Have a better day. Sit right down. Ding. Uh, Dylan kind of had a similar question. Dylan from Hawthorne, San Diego. Um, he's wondering about like in like a multi-functioning sort of space that's not necessarily just like coffee, but where there's other things going on. Similar to like Abbott Square maybe. You know, mm. like how do you stand out for your coffee when there's all these other things going on too. Service, service, service. It makes you all the better. Ding, ding, ding. Nier, 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 nier. It's true. I, it's, yeah. There was a, a tenant meeting downtown a couple days ago talking about stuff like that. And all the market's not that busy. And I'm like, well, we are. 
And it makes me it makes me just want to be like, are you paying attention to your businesses? So this isn't even a pick on any of you downtown if you see this, but I mean, <laughs> We're just it, is, it is a little bit though. Like, cool. You have a vegan restaurant. All right, great. You walk up and it says vegan food. Why? What am I doing? How am I getting healthier? What's happening to me? Why would I want to buy vegan food if I'm not a vegan person mm-hmm. over all this other food in here? What makes me decide I'm going to try the vegan place today? And so if you're not giving the most amazing service, which I'm going to be honest, almost nobody in there is except us. And that's just real. They like each other. <laughs> I don't mind calling that out. It's not mean. If you want, they'll, they want to get better. Be amazing with service and then help people know why it's worth getting what you're selling. So like the Italian guys are sick because they're actually serving Italian pizza where he grew up and he can talk about that a little bit. And it's obvious they're all speaking Italian to each other. You're like getting a taste of something. So they are the second busiest besides the bar because everybody drinks alcohol. It feels, it feels authentic. It feels like you're, you're, yeah, you're tapping into something everywhere else, unless you actually are vegan and live that, you know, veggie based lifestyle. You're just like, I'm not going there because I don't have a reason to. Yeah. So what's the reason to go to your spot? And if it's not service or obvious quality, you got to get people interested somehow. I think about Masood's. Have you heard of that place? What? <laughs> no. Okay, so this is exactly Masood's. why. So now you're both going to want to go here. Masood. Masood's, yeah. It's a, it's a liquor shop in, is it Boulder Creek or Ben Loman? Which one? It goes Felton, then Ben Loman? Uh, a little further up? Yes. Yeah. Felton's first, yeah. So Jen Swen tells me Masood's. about this best, one of the best tri-tip sandwiches you'll ever have, Sandwich so on and so guy. forth. Sandwich guy at Masood's. And I'm going up. I have no excuse usually to go up there, but we're going up to meet some people to go swimming when my wife's out of town in New York, and I'm like, there's that Masood's place with the tri-tip sandwiches. And I go in there, and from the outside, it, it literally looks like a ghetto liquor, liquor mart. And you walk in, and there's actually like a line of like 20 people, and it's super cramped, like, like sardine can style, <laughs> getting these sandwiches. And I'm like, exactly that. If you offer something of quality and niche that's really awesome, their service is fine. It's whatever. It's definitely like human beings kind of having their quirks. And so I think people kind of get off on that. Like the lady in front of me paying. <laughs> she fully like gets away with not paying tax because of the, and she does it every day. The guy's like yelling at her. She gets her like one beer and it's like says $1.99 and she puts a dollar on the, t- or $2 on the thing. And he's like, it's two seventeen. And she goes, it says $1.99. He's like, every day, woman. Every day. And she like grabs some of the change out of like to give a change, take a change, That's little sick. thing and like puts oh. it on. And he grabs it actually out of there and she just like walks away with her drink and he doesn't Amazing. chase it. He's all, You'll come back tomorrow. And she, then I'm next. He goes, she does that every day. That's so <laughs> sick. I love it. But it's like, I'm just saying, oh my you know, God. like you, if you have something to offer and the word gets out, they come. That's and this amazing. Dude, they were going off they were busy. in there. Dude. And everybody's like, oh, those sandwiches are the best. Now I got to go. And it is. It's a really simple. I got the, the spicy one and you can actually, t- it's like, it's Serrano peppers in there. And it's just like Ooh. saucy, tri-tippy on a bread sandwich. Yep. It's just delicious. I definitely would go get another one. Dang. Anyway, you got it, Hawthorne. That's freaking wild. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Spit that hot fire. Is there one more cue? I got, I got another cue. Hit me one. Just another last cue. Yeah, these are pretty great. Quick. We're for crushing. sure. I've got from from Zach again. Uh, from Fucking Zach, dude. De La Roca. So questions. Zach, great. dude, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, keep the questions. Coming. Keep them coming, Zach. <laughs> Don't listen. Um, what? What are? He's wondering what are some good habits for baristas at work, but then also good habits for baristas outside of work. Things that they can do to just. 
oh. be better versions of Ex- themselves. Expand on that a little Tell bit. Tell them to quit smoking cigs and doing <laughs> chaw. That's a habit to, dra- to break. No chaw. <laughs> no chaw. Habits at work. Man. Discipline. I, I don't know. That's not a habit, though. No. no. Jeez, what do people do? I mean, there's a million things. My... Uh, Barista-wise, I think it's really important to remember, and again, this is just one of many, that no matter how busy you are, each customer is super important, and you should get their order done. You should be cranking as hard when there's one person in line Mm. as you should when there's 10 people in line. So getting in the habit of always imagining that there's a line to the door and getting in your flow, getting in your system, and taking care of things at that speed I think that is a good habit to get in, and it goes miles for the guest experience. Yeah. yeah. That's a great See habit. Working hard. The other yeah. habit is to treat everybody as a VIP. That's very individualized oh. person. They're not oh. all the same person. He threw they a don't spin want on the it. same thing. That is actually <laughs> so true and so important in guest services. It takes it out of the robotic thing, and it actually allows you to make people as happy as they could be. Chupacabra. Sick. And then at home, geez. God, I mean, so many life. Things. Eat well, sleep well, drink well, schedule well. Ugh. Yeah, it's, maybe it's just hard to taking times to do the things that recharge you. Yeah. yeah, whatever that means. Just close your eyes for five minutes. You know, that's probably why I'm dream. less inspired. I I have not had barely any time, with the exception of exercise, to like just be getting out there. Yeah, last couple yeah. weeks. You look like a piece of shit. I am, dude. I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a big old pile of turd nuggets. <laughs> turd nuggets. <laughs> It, cha- it changes everything, though. It does. I need to, like, what am I going to do? There's, like, huge waves out there. and <laughs> Go surf, dude. Dude, all my boards are freaking hag and broken. <laughs> broken? <laughs> yeah. Why? Life, kids, oh, shoot. world. Oh, man. It's a freaking world, dude. You should all just you... keep one in the shed down here. I know. I'm going <laughs> to, I could I could theoretically fix mine. It's just going to take, like, a whole, like, sand the whole thing down. Re- we got a combo lock now, so you don't even oh, need a key. Lock. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Let's I'm keep... coming in. Let's give you the combo. Combo and be like, I'll that keep the suit kid, in there and everything. Kids won't get to it. And then I'll you just could get jump dressed in. in there too. You could be naked in <laughs> yeah. the park. And no one don't care. Mm-hmm. Could be fine. In there. I'll good. figure it out. All yeah. those Minneapolis breezes. I'm getting stronger by the Go minute, surfing. Though. That's cool. Man, go surfing. That's a habit you need to get, get in. Let surf. my people go surfing. <laughs> I really enjoy the discussion in the base camp partner, wholesale partner. It's truly blowing my mind. It's been awesome. I love that. I did not. I didn't have any expectation. I was like, I don't know if people are going to be interested in this. I don't know if they're going to care. But this guy yesterday too, Kevin, uh, he's opening Locks Bagel Shop in Columbus, Ohio, in a couple months, and he was like, I was telling him about it, and he was basically like, Well, I'm a sole business owner. Like, I'm starting business by myself. I listen to the podcast, and that's great. But then having a resource where like you have like other people you can bounce ideas off of, it's cool. So. It feels good when you offer something that helps people. I know. I didn't expect it, but thanks, people. Thanks for participating. You guys make it happen. And thank you for listening. Thank to you. the Cat and Cloud podcast. Mm. You, can, uh, you can leave us a review. You can leave us a rating. You can subscribe. You can buy a subscription to The Answer. You Ooh. can buy a multi-coffee subscription. Oh, that'd be fun. We <laughs> have a lot of different coffees. Lilo Dallas multi-coffee. On, on the real, like the actual coffee subscription is tight because we move through a lot of coffees and we move through a lot of coffees that only hit special coffees on subs yeah so that's you know i don't we don't really do enough hard sells here so this is me with a hard sell 
Dude, nice hard sell. Buy Swipe up for hard sell. Swipe up for hard sell. Okay, bye. Watch your babies. <laughs> the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the Brewers. They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a Brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the Brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal. And they just care. They care about you. They care about me. And I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis.